0: welcome to episode one officially of this is a podcast about um and today i, I don't even think we actually officially agreed on our topics before i, we I actually want
1: to do a proper intro for the first episode we can we can start hot for episode two All but right. i i want to actually do an intro I don't know. I feel like it's a episode. little
0: overrated. Like You gotta act like you've been here before. And both of us have been here before. So we, we have. We've done, f-
1: We've done four test episodes which have been available to patrons and this is the first one that is out and public and on everywhere. The podcasts are sold. Listenable to. <laughs> <Listenable. laughs> available. Uh,
0: check out the video version of this. We will be having it over on the Patreon. So please go check that out if you want to support more and look at uh, both of our dumb faces, mostly because I just got done with a workout and Legs has been being a dad. So, um, works <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> this, So, this is a podcast. <laughs> this
1: is a podcast about the creator co- economy, entertainment, technology news, the things that matter to people who exist in this digital world is this short version of, of mostly it.
0: us, but you know, that too, <laughs>
1: mostly us, but we we're trying to make it a little generic. So we're not just talking about what we're doing, even though I will be talking about that in the latter half of the show. Cause I finally actually sat down and watched uh, something that wasn't a YouTube video for the first time in maybe three months. And, <laughs> yeah, and I, it felt good. It felt good to have date night and do that. But me and sin will get obsessed with the show and yeah. binge it binge it so quickly and then yep. be done with it and it was only eight episodes so it was fine so yeah. that was that was like over a week but, yeah but yeah. this is a podcast about twitch for today this is a podcast about twitch's recent announcement of layoffs so, so as part
0: your name here as uh as a youtuber primarily yeah
1: i mean <laughs> I, I i i've existed on both platforms i've yeah backed away from twitch because of the problems that it has and and it is a deeply flawed platform that is also true of youtube that is also immensely true of youtube but yeah there's just certain things on twitch that i just i can't get behind
0: i think it's weird too because even when you say that like they're both flawed platforms it's almost universally accepted that one is a more acceptable version of flawed than the other one, which I think is also a really interesting point that we can get into later.
1: One is flawed in the corporate sense. Yeah. The other is flawed in the ethical sense. <laughs> uh, there's more to that. Let's. Let, let's that that is let, that let, is let, very let broad strokes, and yeah. that is not nuanced at all. But yeah. that would be if somebody tried to have to ask me to explain. the difference between those two platforms that would be my answer to if if i had 30 seconds to give an answer that would be my answer but twitch recently announced that they will be downsizing their staff by 400 positions as part of amazon's twitch's parent company greater downsizing because jeff bezos needs more yachts and they made the announcement and in the announcement, it says in one week, people will find out whether or not they're part of this batch of layoffs or not. And yeah. doing doing these mass layoffs, which is in vogue right now in, in the economy and for very, you can tell, I'm not a fan uh, of the reasons, but not telling people, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> it's just stressful. Um, we both have some friends very, very connected to that side of the Twitch space, not just like mm-hmm. as streamers, but also as either employees or former employees. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a ball of a time right now, mostly because we're seeing the layoffs across the entire tech space. And mm-hmm. so it's not as if like, there's still the gold rush that says, oh, like I got laid off from Twitch. I can go get a job at blank. Um, And so we're in that stage. And I do want to provide a little bit of nuance here because we are both, very intellectual people in, in this realm of things. And it is a combination of economy downturn and the fact that the gold rush is is gone. Like, partially esports kind of fell out from, you know, underneath everybody and then other things that were... You, you
1: never know. Away. Ludwig's going to save it. Uh- <laughs> Ludwig, unfortunately, <laughs> and it's like Ludwig can't save an entire industry. <laughs> no, he can't. I was just... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, Moist
0: the Moist coming in was a good one, but you know, it, yeah. it's, it's very serious. Like if you if you haven't been paying attention to the gaming world outside of, of the developer sense, like Overwatch League is at all time low. Like they're doing good stuff, but it's the, the the support and the and the hype and the social interaction and so on and so forth is at an all time low. CDL in terms of Call of Duty is still probably the biggest league that's being represented. That's a North American kind of idea, which is where a lot of the funding was coming from and going to. Yeah. Um, but all the other stuff that is surviving isn't an NA or a or a European yeah. based system. It's like League, which is Riot, which is you know very much primarily held up by by Asia, Eurasia, and and the South, uh, the South Pacific kind of idea, and yeah. so all the stuff that we're seeing in the West and the U.S. is a result of again, like I said, some of the overhiring from COVID, where everybody was like, "Oh God, all of the tech jobs ever are going to be needed," and we're finally hitting the downturn of that, and then secondarily, just the the world's economy is still reeling, and we're finally catching up to you know the remnants of that. So mm-hmm. it's been an interesting three months, I'll say um for everybody. That's the- a word.
1: Yeah. yeah. A- and it's it's not just big companies either. I just saw something that uh, Stream Captain. They yep. make stream raiders, stream racers and stream pirates or something like that. Yep. It's a bunch of interactive uh web-based browser-based slash community-boosting, community-building kind of games yeah. that integrate with Twitch. They just did a round of layoffs. Uh, Logitech just did a round of layoffs as well. Streamlabs then yeah. also, uh, through connection to that. I don't know if Elements has done anything. I think they're, not and they're, they're
0: based on Israel, so I've assumed the economy section. That yeah. too much. Doing. And it's
1: funny you mentioned esports, too, because Counter-Strike, I would say, is the one major esport that is at least very european based yeah. there, there's a lot of a lot of european circuits between CatOS and and everywhere yeah. else uh csgo 2 is potentially the trademark has been filed there's really reliable sources course, on the leaders
0: it's not changing too much it's the same thing that I, I could see I it course
1: too i could see it being a bit of a boost that when csgo first happened because yeah. csgo majors in about year two maybe year three of counter strike yeah. uh, of counter strike global offensive being released uh that was the first time a csgo major cracked a million concurrent viewers yeah on just one platform, and it happened on Twitch, and it was the for about a month and a half. It was the most viewed thing until the next Dota Invitational happened, and then it was was gone. But it was cool. It was very cool to see CS get this kind of moment in the spotlight, and it's still maintaining very well. The game's pretty decently supported, and and there's a very passionate community about that game. But it's also very, very insular. there's. I mean, now Valorant is kind of edging into that territory and there's an area for people who played that game to expand into Valorant. But before Valorant, CS CS was so different from everything else that the skills were, there were some skills that were transferable, but the viewership and the audience and the community very much didn't feel to be in my opinion at least
0: something that people also aren't like noticing unless they're really industry focused is it's not even like it's just the big companies it's the people who are doing work for the big companies because it's now like it's not even like the, the companies are just laying people off it's also that companies that work with them are also having like you know layoffs and are shutting down for example and this is something very dear to my heart because i know one of the founders and, and a couple of people there but dota's losing bts And Smash is losing BTS because BTS is shutting their doors because they can't. out. And a lot of people, I think we mentioned it briefly on the last, you know, the, the Patreon only one last uh, two weeks ago, but that door closing as a production company, not just because of how good their work was, but it signals a very, very unsettling precedent for the future of both esports and production based companies in the, in the gaming space, which is like Mm -hmm. the big bucks aren't coming anymore. And if the big bucks aren't coming, even the smaller bucks aren't coming because they're trying to outsource the smaller groups and smaller teams and smaller things that, while they're beneficial for the overall, you know, independent, you're not going to see a smash summit again. You're not going to see BTS holding up two entire regions of Dota realistically because they held up C uh, yeah. in South America. And so, you know, we're losing along with the layoffs entire chunks of like gaming culture that have become established over the last five to ten years yeah i mean
1: streaming streaming brought forth this revolution in gaming culture and realistically speaking it happened to tabletop gaming as well through a bunch of people streaming and playing (laughs) DD like critical role (laughs) and, and a bunch of others Right? Well, I mean, realistically, it, it did, but uh, every kind of cultural revolution is usually preceded by a technological one. Yes. So all of this cultural revolution in tabletop gaming in esports was all prefaced by streaming. If you yeah. look at esports events before they were live streamed, they were small affair. Uh, they were five hundred dollar. They, they were great though. They were great, but it was very like you needed to know a guy who knew a guy who knew when it was going to happen and you needed to pull up that one HTML hand-formatted page that somebody had made with all of the hand-designed Remember tables. From the MLC days? Yep, right? <laughs> I, uh, it, all the, uh, it was <sighs> submissions on submissions on submissions and you would have to... Uh, it was all PHP forms and mm-hmm. it was all entirely through not word of mouth but just this true virality and text it was
0: it was very very uh, like i don't know what the right word is here specifically because it wasn't like as an insulated group of people but like it was almost as if 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 you were in the crowd you would always bring in people that like you knew that were like good people and like, you know, what you consider good people, right? So let's be relevant about that because the early years sure. were also slightly problematic for other reasons. But... <laughs> fair, <laughs> like, absolutely it, it fair. Was, it was like it, it, you had these clicks that weren't just clicks; They were people that were so passionate about the things that they were passionate about that it didn't matter if you were necessarily part of their click, As long as you like showed the same passion for the thing as they did, like you got this giant like, you know, for lack of a better term, because I can't think of anything. I was like a bro hug. Like, yo, dude, like, like, and then you'd go off for 30 minutes about the you thing. You were in the
1: club, you were right. in the club, you were in the niche. And mm-hmm. I would, I would say that that probably mirrored uh, early concerts and early yeah. music festivals and everything yeah. else along those lines. Those were niche events that you needed to know somebody who knew somebody to get invited Burning to. Down. And it was, and it was based <laughs> off of, A new technological revolution, electronic amps and and everything along those lines and And, and, uh, records and a new way of distributing music, a new way of broadcasting music, a new way of playing live. So it's very interesting to see that kind of cycle repeat. So maybe we're hitting this kind of dark age now that the the renaissance has ended and now things are going to change a little bit.
0: I think there's two things to be to be mindful of with that. Number one the golden ages of like gaming conventions and the golden age of gaming i think is very like it was very much predicated upon community interaction um to highlight something that's happened over the last six or so months bungie's pulled their social team off of their personal socials and they've Mm -hmm. stopped much and for anybody who is back in the old halo days even through like early days of destiny you know that that team was probably one of the most responsive, most engaged, most respectful groups to run community management on online. Like they built yeah. their entire basis of what they, they were built their about. brand. Right. And they still have the it. Dark. And that's the wild thing, but is they've had to change it so much because it's no longer, you know, the pseudo respectful back and forth dialogue and like mm. the occasional issue to full blown, regular threats on employees on studio and blah 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 like and the social
1: contract of gaming has kind of broken down yes yeah
0: so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens as we move forward because we watched like again to the concert point we watched modern concerts die like Mm -hmm. over time when when warped tour died like two years ago i think we all actually knew it was kind of over in terms of like that experience that was but everyone
1: probably knew it was over a little bit before it died. oh absolutely that's the thing
0: exactly yeah. that's the thing so i think we're watching that um but at the same time the next stage has to be something different do i think it's probably when web 3 gets its shit figured out maybe like when it's not all scams and rug pulls yes potentially. But it's, the same, but it's the same progression as the internet in 1998. No, like,
1: absolutely. Yeah, that's what technology. I've always said. That's what I've always said. Like Web3 technology, the tech is cool. The yeah. implementation right now is shady. Yep. And, and that's what all my problems have been. And now. we
0: have to wait. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that, and 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 I'm going to say something what I think may be slightly controversial, um, but I think I'll, I'm, I'm okay dying on this hill, which is I will take Web3 and its proper lim- implementation, whatever that is, if it allows us to get back that social contract that we've mm-hmm. had previous. I like I am I am agnostic in some level to the way that we get back the social contract among gamers and communities and community interaction because that is realistically what makes games great what makes events great what makes yeah. communities great are those things the I'm going to show up to an event And have not planned anything. Show up with a backpack, and my best friends gonna be like, "Yo, I didn't know you were coming. Come crash in my hotel." Like, all good. Like, you know, rub their hands together, shake it off, and you have a ticket. And you find your way through the back room, and you end up on the main. Oh, like TwitchCon last year. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what makes it great is the ability for it to feel like that. I don't know how Web three
1: gets us there um maybe through decentralization because right now I, I think part of it that came down to it is we're talking about that golden age right we're yeah. talking about halo.bungie.org yeah. we're talking about h3 wheel men the gunslingers the yeah. the iron iron forge or something like that i forget oh my iron, goodness yeah, everybody yeah. everybody who's in the good gamer network the GGM mm-hmm. the, that's, a, or, the OG, that's a, or
0: the OG machinima days
1: or the OG machinima days but that's a deep cut think about think about all these different sub communities and subcultures who instead of attempting to merge or become a conglomerate or something like that they literally made another site where they all would play together and they would vet new communities and they yeah. would say yo these people they're good people Good yeah. people and they and they would give them a badge that they could put on their site and it was this entirely self-regulated entirely yeah. its own thing and the community was diverse I'm gonna but now everything's a subreddit or everything's a fight on twitter
0: i'm gonna I'm gonna say this and then I want to loop it back to the original point
1: everything's down to six sites and it breaks yeah. my heart
0: <laughs> well i'm gonna I'm gonna loop it back and and this is something that Colin and Samir kind of brought up on their podcast um the creator network the other day creator mm. show, creator network something like creator corner and i don't remember creator support creator, creator support, support. Oh, okay, which is
1: okay. a which is an awesome channel and if you are in the creator community go check them out but it's, it's great they stuff.
0: mentioned that it, it's not necessarily that anything has changed it's that the novelty of it being new that the the chasing the dream Now that the the walls have kind of come down, is the main thing. Like, because back when Casey Neistat was doing his thing and exploding, it's not necessarily that he was doing anything revolutionary. He was just doing it better than everybody else, and because he was was doing it better, he was first. It's it's man can still make me like wonder how I'm enjoying watching this man mow grass. Yeah, like, like, and and that is a unique skill, and so because it was the first time we'd really seen that and really been a part of something behind the scenes like that, like it was new, it was fresh, it was exciting, and we maintained that. And the same thing with Twitch, same thing with like early YouTube, same thing with all of these you new know, early concerts and so on. And so the thing that I think to to that point, and then I'll loop it back to the Twitch, you know, and the layoffs is like, Web three has the potential to be the building block for almost not eternal but like regularly updated to the point of everything can feel fresh as things continue on because the technology barrier like eliminates some level of like friction Mm -hmm. and so like whether it's like there's a new thing that you can apply to this that correlates to your physical item and so on or if it's you know a lot of the tokenomics or even just something super as simple as what a hundred thieves has been doing which i really like I really like actually which is when something happens that is a company wide event they can't necessarily be like hey we're going to make 50,000 of these chains that we made for our five players who you know like won the cup like the the if you remember when they did with leak they won the thing they made a cool little trophy for them yeah what they did is they created like a digital asset that you could go grab online that would be attached to like a wallet form kind of thing again this is like web3 stuff but they made it a digital version they made a version that anybody free of charge whatever it's on polygon right like can go get and have a thing that is like almost like your your convention badge that you put on your wall. I was there.
1: It was right? the, I was there I was
0: there. I was a fan. Like I was there when they won the world championship. Yeah, and yeah, Twitch yeah. is doing
1: that too with the whole <laughs> moments
0: right. implementation as well. And so there's, I think there's this kind of a thing. It's yeah. the, it's the ability to take something and make you feel more a part of it, no matter where you actually exist in the world. I think that's where we'll end up. Now to lead that back into the whole Twitch and and, and other issues is everybody went way too fast and expected it to happen overnight. Like mm. everybody bought all the way in during COVID and said the next stage is 100% all digital, all virtual. Everybody's going to the AR VR thing. And we're going to like basically have to triple our, our staff to accommodate the speed of technology moving to get us there. And it didn't happen. And there's a lot of reasons it didn't happen, but it didn't happen. And so all of a sudden the projects that are there aren't there. The income that was expected to be coming from those, those massive leaps isn't there. Mm -hmm. And then of course, then there's of course the general bullshit, you know, capitalistic shareholder
1: cap realistically right you can overstaff for projects you could take multiple different approaches you could take the approach of okay we have people but no projects let's either redirect them to another project or redirect to another thing or find new projects that it's more expensive and in in the situation where profit is the only motivator that's an, that's an easy- solu- it's an well, easy answer. I'm not making any justification as to whether or not it's the right answer in fact, I'll probably say it's not I will, but it's I will the easiest answer that to an entirely profit focused uh motivation
0: but and I will add to this like it, if you've never taken economics and you don't understand how publicly traded companies work, the issue will never ever be that the communities don't want something. Nope. it will never be that the like majority goes hey like we want to make sure the people that are who are doing really cool stuff for us stay it will always be unless the system changes and there are companies that don't do it so like you know not not one brush paints all but the shareholders king and the massive mm-hmm. shareholders want money and they put that money in as an investment and if they don't mm-hmm. get their monetary return and see it growing they have an issue like yeah. there's this wild expectation that like Facebook has to grow quarter over quarter. Facebook is already the largest fucking site. And not even
1: just grow, grow exponentially. Right. Quarter over quarter. Right. Anything, you and could grow is- and become more profitable mm-hmm. quarter over quarter and be considered a failure to some shareholders because yes. they're expecting 2x return and you only were able to deliver 1.6 times. Yeah. And it becomes a crisis and next thing, really 20,000 people with your- lose their jobs.
0: <laughs> it's what happened with Wizards and the OpenGL bullshit. Is literally- well- Literally the Hasbro sharehold top shareholder said, I'm not getting enough return. You guys have an entire property that you guys aren't monetizing well in D and D. You should change that so we get more money. And then
1: they saw it on their face. And then they, that shareholder was delivered a piece of paper says, hello, this is the Streisand effect. Would you like to take a look at it? And (laughs) and they had to deal with that.
0: Yeah. Right. Like wizards was pseudo back against the wall. What are you going to do when your largest shareholder does that to you? That that is the issue. So anyway, that is is
1: the issue and everybody focused on blaming wizards, which they're not without blame. I get it. Absolutely not. But you were literally caught between, you're caught between two powers. of which you always have to play both. I'm reminded of, anytime we talk about economics, and this might be an extremely simplistic view, but there's a a couple different games that exist like this. The one I can think of is called Brains. And it's a very simple mobile game. You just slide cards left and right. You're presented with an an option, and you're told the outcome of the option. And you have four sliders. And if you let either of the sliders fully fill up or fully empty, you die. That's mm. the end. Of, that's the end of your reign. So it's all about balancing, yeah. basically your different blocks of yeah. your your kingdom. Yeah. And there's there's long term board games that do this. There's all sorts of other games that do this. And if at an extremely simplistic level, that's what you have to do managing a company. Yeah. Then you try to layer ethics on top of that, and it gets very complicated very quickly. And
0: but, and I will say, as two people who are both self-employed and have families to take care of, on top of also being not just self-employed but also employed, it's such a it it. it pulling from both ends to try and make sure your family is fed while you are we are
1: (laughs) we are cogs in the machine my man
0: (laughs) right and so and so i would like to just say we
1: we are the squeaky gears we are the squeaky gears in the machine that's the thing (laughs) i know i know gears don't squeak but go with me on it (laughs) Uh,
0: and i'll say this because i think it's relevant and somebody brought it up to me the other day the only person that I've seen do this successfully realistically and try and pull from both ends as hard as they possibly can is the man who just got reinstated as Disney CEO because their successor dropped the biggest ball. I'd oh my seen. God. And so, so the being yeah. is like when Bob Iger stood up to say, this is the heart and soul of the company. I don't care what the shareholders think. If we lose that, Like, and there was a level of that, that I'm paraphrasing, but the Mm -hmm. entire sentence was he had to go to the board and the shareholders and say, like, this is what the mission of Disney is. These are the characteristics that make us Disney. And as much as we want to chase X in terms of things, if we don't maintain to one and two, like our community will ransack us through the woods and referenced mm-hmm. his successor
1: and said, see. <laughs>
0: and so, Case in know,
1: point, the last six the last six
0: years or something know, like that. It wasn't even that long. He was there for like
1: two. Was Iger, only Iger, two? Iger, it only two? It was Iger pre-COVID. Iger
0: was supposed to step down during the COVID like beginning piece due to COVID, he didn't step down for another almost two years and then he stepped down in like 21 like early that guy that guy didn't Didn't even make it two years two years he was supposed to have a contract re-upping and for some insider baseball if you don't follow like insider and whatnot The board requested to talk to Iger because it was so bad from internal shareholder meetings that they pulled him in and had him hired and back into the spot within 24 hours of setting foot in the room.
1: Which is when you talk about a CEO of of, Of Disney, of of the richest company, probably (laughs) one of the richest companies or probably most powerful companies i would say that the largest brand yes in the world that's about that's a good way to say it the most recognizable Power. brand you could probably go anywhere in the world yes. and people would know who mickey mouse is and to say that
0: their ceo was their current ceo was fired and their previous ceo was reinstated within 24 to 48 hours is one of the <laughs> wildest things to understand when you understand companies of that size yeah so the point being is there is a way to do it well and i've only ever seen one person do it like and and tim cook's trying i will say tim cook from apple's trying like you he's he's doing his best but it's apple Walt Disney and Bob Iger are the only group that I've seen that is so very dedicated to the core principles of both their morals and what they believe to be their hallmarks, which is excellent storytelling, empowerment of groups and smaller minorities, and so on and so forth, to actually be able to, in some semblance, pull it off, even if they have fifty like million snakeheads, like, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like to
0: at Yat- least
1: Yat- <laughs> To at least present as such. <laughs> yeah,
0: of course, we all know large companies that large always have issues. They always have moral quandaries. But the point being is like they laid off almost all of their um cast members. Like like all of their college mm-hmm. cast members, like when COVID started, were basically told like we don't know if we're going to even be able to keep you at the parks. We don't even know if it's safe. So like we have to cancel all, the, all your, all your stays and your contracts. And the moment they returned, like Disney was back up, they sent all of the information to all of the former cast members and said, Hey, like we have a spot for you. If you want to come back, they didn't go out and try and hire a bunch of other people who would have done it for less money and so on and so forth. They went back to the cast members who were there and said, Hey, please come back. Now we can't offer you the same money we had before because profits have like tanked. And we all, we can thank, you know, JPEG for that. But the point being, <laughs> you know, having been
1: there during the very tail end of Chapix, the first reaction, literally the first thing that when we found out, uh, Cynthia was like, we need to go back because they're going to have the meal plan again. And it's just such a small thing, but it just goes to show. And- it's like the, it's like the dude from Costco who says, you will carry me out in a stretcher before you raise the price of a hot dog. And he can do that because people are paying a hundred bucks a month to yeah. go shop at to for the privilege to shop at a store. Yeah. But it's this, it's just seeing strong. And principles, I will say, ridi- I no matter how week, ridiculous. The
0: first week went and met with all the cast members. He went <laughs> to parks and met with the cast members. It wasn't like, I'm going to sit on my golden throne. He said, these people are the backbone of Disney. Let me go talk to them. Like, I, I got to respond. And so, you know, that's the whole point is like everything else in the tech world is imploding. And it's imploding because people made decisions for profit over other things. And now we have to watch what happens and what, uh, what unfolds and just hope to God that there's some people up top like Bob Egger.
1: If you want to go fast, go slowly. Yes. If you want to go far, go slowly. Sorry. Yes. So,
0: anyway. Uh, that's kind of our thoughts on that. If you want to go over kaleidoscope real quick, but first I just do want to use this little spot as our mini ad break, about thirty minutes in. Um, we have an ad break. the latest hundred days. No, just you know, I want to put it in here, just you know, just in case we get some sponsors. This
1: channel break. is powered. Yes. Hey, this space is for sale. If you happen to work <laughs> with a brand who is awesome and cares about people or does cool things, email us at business at lagundomedia.com. Otherwise, that.
0: go check out the abridged hundred days that are coming out in Lagoon Dose. We have another one coming up soon.
1: I know. And I'm then excited. Like hundred days, hundred days, the big boy proper, full- proper big boy hundred yeah. days. And there's a scenario which is in yep. its in the scoring phase where we let your brother just go and and put music on it to make random Minecraft footage and make people feel feelings with it. And then there is a new hundred days, which is in the, it's rough cut and I need to sit down for three hours and record multiple takes of me saying the same goofy lines, uh, over and over again with no script. Uh, no script. Anyway, no, Um, we're not scripting it. We're not scripting it. We have, we have our bullet points. We have, we
0: always script things. And even if the script is just bullet points, it's called script. Thank sure. you. are welcome. No, okay. We, we
1: have, we have our, we have our script. We have the level of script where I'm comfortable. I can never write no, I understand. the spontaneity I, I of, of half the stuff I say. I, I, it just I, feels I, like it would add too much time to the task. That's valid. So anyway, Kaleidoscope. So interestingly enough, so I just, like I said, I just, we're in, we're in the back half of the show now, Yeah. I just spent time watching for the first time in maybe six months. Watching something that was not a Twitch stream or YouTube video. Yeah. And I saw the ad for Kaleidoscope on a YouTube ad. And the whole idea was Netflix serves the show to each person in a random order. This is a heist. It's a heist series. Nine episodes. Really good. Uh, Really good. Very grown up. Uh, it covers a, a lot of really interesting themes Giancarlo Esposito, which is um, he, um like the entire cast brought it. I'm going to tell you, like yeah. he is the main name that you recognize. He's, he's the yeah. like main big name in it. The guy who plays the villain, Roger Salas. I recognize his mm. face. But mm-hmm. I could not tell you his name, but everything I've ever seen him in as an actor has always been amazing. Yeah. The rest of the cast are a bit of a, a mix as far as like more well-known, brand new, but yeah. everyone in the cast brought an amazing performance. It yeah. was very, very good. And you watch, you watch the whole series, the whole shtick is that. All of the episodes are in a random order with the exception of the last one, which is the white episode, which is the heist is last. It mm. always says to put it last. The only thing I had read online about this is that, Hey, every episode is random order. There's a lot of people who have suggested specific orders, but the one thing everybody said universally was watch the white episode as the penultimate, penultimate episode yeah. or watch the pink episode as the finale because the pink episode makes a better finale. Mm. Love you, too. Good night. Mrs. Gundogan was just right there. Um, But yeah, so we did that. So we watched the white episode as the next to last episode. And then we watched pink as the finale. And there's one scene that you see in white that you don't know the context of until you watch pink. Otherwise, white is designed to wrap everything up in a nice little bow. Yeah. And it really got me thinking about nonlinear storytelling mm-hmm. and how do you get somebody to care about episode three of a series and uh it, it's it's put ideas in my head entirely separate from that it's a good show go yeah. watch it it's nine episodes it's a really good weekend binge power through it and it's it's great excellent world building very consistent great yeah. story And everyone will have a slightly different experience because you'll get served the episodes in a random order, which is which is a really cool cool. technical thing. Yeah. But that reminds me of when we were talking about power creep, right? Mm -hmm. It's a lot it's a lot uh, it's a lot easier now. The barrier to entry, the floor for content creation is so much lower. And I think that's also true for street. Well, the floor is lower.
0: Yeah, but uh, I was
1: being it able to free. being able to make anything is lower, yeah. but yes. being able to make great things that are elevated above the ceiling has gone so much higher that the expectations for uh, really, really high quality things. You can you have to do so much more to make a make a high quality yeah. YouTube video or series or show or Twitch stream now than you did four years ago. Yeah, because the novelty's worn off and now you need actual quality it's yeah. not just oh this is new it has to be new and it actually has to be good <laughs> which uh depending on your definitions is one of many many different things
0: well, it's, it's but, very dependent upon your the, the people you're targeting for your audience so but
1: exactly very much exactly so I, I really like the show. Have you seen it at all? Because I don't want to spoil no, anything. And I don't um, want to spoil anybody for anybody who's listening or watching.
0: No. Un- I, unfortunately, between baby, full-time job, and part-time stuff, I've been clocking, good Lord, 70-ish <laughs> a week, and then being a dad and other things. So we haven't had time to watch much. We we traditionally take- Oh, I I put off Saturday. this podcast-
1: Yeah. I put up this podcast recording by two days and just disappeared to, to watch it. We watched. No, you didn't watch. Last week was a week
0: that we didn't do it. We were supposed to do it last week. And then you we were supposed off. to do it
1: last week, but I was feeling like garbage, hot <laughs> yeah. garbage. Uh, no. So we watched like three episodes in one night. We watched an episode and a half with what I had one AirPod in Sin had the other AirPod in and we're standing in front of the iPad watching it while the kids are playing or, or getting great. ready for bed or whatever and we're watching it in like 10 minute increments so there's one episode i might want to go back and watch and, and sit down yeah. and see the whole thing through but no it was it was nice to just power through it and, and see a whole new brand story which was yeah. it was great it was fun go watch I, it I, it's good
0: I, um, lily and i'd like to so we're weebs <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and so the the we have a kind of like scheduled three things that we watch right now um we keep up with blue lock weekly um partially because we started watching it a little bit before world cup but the world cup happened and it got me really really back into soccer and so we're watching soccer anime all the time football um, but it's really it's so-
1: wait it's a football anime yes it's <laughs> so that's amazing i'm gonna
0: give some context for any of you who are not into anime or manga or japanese like culture at all the entire premise of the the anime it, it was from a manga first is japan lost the world cup in 2018. they they lost in like ra- they they lost in the group stages they were like one goal one win away from getting you to, to group stages. okay
1: um,
0: that's 16 top 16. instead of shooting in the final like 20 minutes or something of the game their striker passed it to the wing back instead of the open shot that he had and their wing back missed the shot i think it banked off of the the corner post uh, of the goal the other team went and took it in one in response the writer said okay i'm going to take some comments from the striker's interview where he was like i don't know like i just I I enjoy passing to my friends and making sure like the rest of the team does well than like scoring any goals or like caring about like my total or anything. And so the writer literally said in the opening paragraphs, like in the opening setup, you're a. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Coming out of the gate hot. If, if you do not want to score as many goals as possible, if you are not going to be the most egotistical player on that field, that says I'm going to be the one who determines whether or not we win this game you do not deserve to stand on a soccer field. And that's the anime. And the entire premise is a the guy takes a bunch of high schoolers who are like top or like talented strikers and forwards in Japan and says, "Cool, I actually control the entire Japanese football scene at a national level because I've been given it by the Japanese National Football Federation. And if you fail the tests here or get eliminated in a full knockout system of 100 players per group, if you fail at any point during the stage system, you will never play football for the Japanese national team or in the national leagues. It's football hunger games?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I, I I bought it. <laughs> I i completely bought into this. I I want to like, see and and it's not at like at least one episode is like
0: oh let's go actually play soccer is because the guy who's doing it is supposed to be like this football savant. You can literally think of him as like the Japanese version of Pep, like from Man City. He's yeah. literally like no. The first drill you have to literally the opening game is here's a soccer ball. At the end of this 60-minute, like, 60-second timer or something, I don't remember exactly what the timer number is, the last person to touch the ball is already out, and you leave the program. So literally the opening, like, 15 minutes of this show and the first, like, 10 chapters is, hey, by the way, we're playing tag with a soccer ball. If you're out, you're out. And then at the very end, they tell you that, oh, the entire space was the size of the penalty area, which was literally to get you to understand that you have to do all of your work inside this enclosed space. You have to have ball control, like, like talented ability, like in terms of like shooting and like picking what a person you actually need to go for so that you don't like take somebody on lower. But also you have to have enough ego to be like, I refuse to just go for the lowest person here because I need to play against people who I actually want to get out. It was a whole thing for the first episode blew me away and so that's the kind of stuff we watch like it is it is story driven insanity so we're watching that um and then the other show that we watch uh it's a very very cool light down show it's called tony kaba um tony kaba for the uh, fly me to the moon is the title um but basically the idea is uh boy meets girl girl saves boy from getting hit by a truck which is the traditional anime thing of like if you get hit by a truck you die and you go to another it's moment. always cars cars always are cars. always the yep.
1: villain and so rt
0: uh, <laughs> saves him and she walks away and he's like no if i let her go now i will never see her again so he chases after her with two broken legs and like a shattered skull (laughs) not knowing that this happens because again
1: it's anime you can't quite see this he's just like bleeding so he also got hit but so he still got hit by the car
0: he got hit by the the car and she just kind of like shielded him and so uh tldr you find out halfway through it gets hinted very often through like the first episode but just to confirm it for you she's actually kaguya like the goddess of the moon um on earth and so she oh, was cool. like, oh, Yeah, you know, as cool. you do. And he was like, I just like, I want to, I want to know you. I want to date you. And she was like, Well, you can only date me if you like actually agree to marry me right now. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like not thinking. And then three days later, after he's healed up, not three days, it's a little bit longer than that, but like, you know, three days later, um, when he's three back, out, she shows up at his door and is later. like, Oh, uh, about that. You you were serious. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yes and then they get married and the entire story is the like two people who barely know each other who like got like this super cute connection from saving each other like they get married and they don't know anything about like each other or marriage or anything like that and it's just a hilarious cute little adventure so it's
1: so it's 90 day
0: fiance okay and serotonin and everything because it's just super cute it's literally stuff like he's like Wait, I get to hold my wife's hand (laughs) like for the first time, and it's like the cutest thing ever.
1: Anyway, and that's
0: that's kind of our wind down thing because I've already seen it; it's really good. Um, And then occasionally (laughs) we'll put on something from Netflix that's like off the rim they finished last of us i refuse to watch it because i didn't maybe re-traumatized again because i knew if
1: i watched it. i was gonna say i've I been really- broken i've been broken yeah. once i don't need to be exactly. broken again. I didn't, like I didn't really- I, i've watched the new Rockstars breakdowns of every episode just to see how well they respected the source material it sounds like they did a really great job which it's is great really us the hail us in the Halo community, wish you good luck and Godspeed. And <laughs> season two. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, season two is going to be rough. Whoever one already broke them. Yeah, but no, I, season two of both of those shows is going to be rough because yeah. whoever has to play Abby, you protect that woman with your life. <laughs> Get her off the yep. internet <laughs> Yep. and into a bunker. So, uh, anyway
0: to, to wrap up this here just it's been good stuff uh, lots of good shows I dropped my pen. you'll you'll <laughs> you'll watch blue lock and i need you to update me as you watch it because it, you're going to fall in love with it first episode it's just so much fun. show
1: me where i can watch it i'm going yeah. on my work trip next week i, I will just be my friend to log in easy yeah show me where <laughs> I, I can have, watch it I'll, I'll, I'll... Watched, uh, seven different
0: streams at the same time
1: <laughs> i'll i'll watch it while i'm on my work trip next week and we can sure. come back to it in an episode or two of the podcast here
0: um finally I just want to meme for a moment. Uh,
1: okay, I, that I wasn't memeing that. for a yeah. moment.
0: No, no, that was like if you're a weeb, you got all the conversation, and we may sure. cut it from the episode because it's already forty five
1: minutes. So we'll see. But no, we'll keep it. I like okay. to keep it. That's okay. fine. Like okay. an hour. We want to set these. We okay. set an hour. It was where we well, talked like forty five. You know, I wanted
0: to be at forty five. I don't like super long podcasts. Anyway, point okay. being, um, I decided I needed to do something and it's funny that we're i'm saying this on the first you know podcast officially um after i go to contract work i decided that i'm going to stream a lot the only reason i'm surprised
1: you didn't bring this up earlier
0: no i mean like you know i just i feel like it's more relevant if people actually care and they got this far they'll listen instead of me fronting it and and looking like an egotistical asshole
1: we need Um, a way to not call it the deep end and steal colin and smear's bit but this is the in conclusion in conclusion
0: um I don't want to be left out at TwitchCon uh because all of my <laughs> friends are partners and so I decided I'm just going to stream and hopefully get partnered by TwitchCon. <laughs> simply, hey, good luck man. At least so I don't get left out. <laughs> good luck. You are. Otherwise I'm going to be swimming with the fishes and that just ain't fun. Like you know it's vain. It's like I don't want to be like I don't want to know if I'm going to be able to because... come
1: this year. Like I I would love to go, but I don't even, I don't know where I'm going to be. So if oh all, else fails, uh, all else fails, all fails. You could just be Laguna for a weekend. <laughs> I don't care. Take my badge. You're representing the channel. You got it. You know, it's fine. I'm but, dead serious. I'm yeah. not, the, Amazon will never watch this. They don't know. <laughs> Bezos will never know. Don't exactly. you? No one, don't 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 no
0: one tell him. They actually No one tell like, him. As long as it's only one person and a person who's a representative of the channel. <laughs> Exactly, legally speaking, that's fine.
1: So yeah, I'm if all else fails, employee. if all else fails, you hate contractor IRS. You didn't hear that. Uh- <laughs> I work with the company.
0: There we go. That's yes, better. there you go. That's a better way to say. Um, uh, no, we'll Probably, like we'll see. I messaged my friend. um I was like, I just realized I'm not gonna have a partner badge this year because the company I work with is the one who was giving my, my partner badge. And they won't give it to me. I know that already. <laughs> and
1: oh no! He was like, buddy, hmm.
0: I was like, I feel like I should just stream. Is there any tricks? Can we just?
1: He's like, there's several. There's he's like, a lot. Stream
0: every day for like stream two hours. Every,
1: yeah, stream every yeah. day for a lot. Yeah, it is yeah. realistically, it's you just need to garner dead great
0: YouTube content.
1: Yeah, you need to garner dead viewers yeah, or or make really great YouTube content and then figure yeah. it out from there. Lily so. said
0: you could do uh, E-Boy, E-Girl, Valorant stuff as a group. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, we said all you have to do is identify an audience and serve them the best possible version of the content oh. that they're looking for. And say, I I respect anyone who's willing to hustle and do that for all I'm
0: gonna say is my, my gamertag is mother of sad boys.
1: Gamer tag, is her Discord has, username too. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: um she already has like eighty thousand followers on TikTok, so it shouldn't be too hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll check back in. Is like will. D-
1: we will check back in on this adventure throughout yeah. the next few episodes as well. Let's so see. Look at that. We're one episode in. We're one public episode in, and we already have a few segments. Hey, look at we—we we got this whole podcast. Look at
0: up. us! Yay! Yeah. Anyway. Hey, it,
1: the statistic is if we make it to ten episodes. Ten oh, we're episodes. 10. We're like we the top one percent. We should. We should just like
0: one Saturday just knock out ten episodes for shits and giggles.
1: And like, I. I am not that interesting. I need time to garner interesting stories. I don't believe that because for I could us probably, to be able to discuss.
0: I could pull, I could pull a rabbit out of a hat and like, you'd be able to talk about it for 45 minutes. Mm. Like, like I'm like, like you, you do Minecraft stories and narration for a living at some level. If you could not have me pull a topic out of a hat and you not be able to riff on it for 20 minutes, like that is an entirely probably,
1: that's an entirely separate podcast. That is where you we pick a topic and we have to act as subject matter experts, and we have oh no God. idea what the topic is until it starts. It's oh like in a little no, 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 envelope. No,
0: no, 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 even better, even better, just for memes. We do that. Except one of us is reading a chat GPT script for it. it <laughs> <changes> every time, <laughs>
1: human versus robot, and the chat needs to guess who it is. We <laughs> will maybe do that. Let us know. Is there comments on Red Circle? No, there isn't. Hit no. us up on reviews, Twitter.
0: Reviews, Twitter, YouTube. YouTube Twitter. comments for the
1: patrons. All the things. It'll be on our Discord server. Yep. Links to. All of our community hub and everything else along those lines is available. I don't know if we have a podcast-specific Twitter. I don't think we got one. Nope. I don't. So care. our individual handles: I am Lagundo, L-A-G-U-N-D-O, and Mondays with a M-U-N. Yes, D-A-Y-S. M-U-N-D-A-Y-S.
0: And it's gonna be I underscore love underscore Mondays because there's an event in Canada that took my name ten years ago and haven't used it since.
1: Dang. <laughs> yes hit us up on twitter maintain the social contract and we will definitely respond but until next time everybody this has been a podcast about whatever the hell this has been about and we will talk to you next time bye Bye.